0: cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue also you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states united Healthcare short-term insurance plans underwritten by golden rule insurance company offer flexible budget-friendly coverage for you learn more at uh1.com
1: why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host.
2: I'm Kim Holderness.
3: And I'm Penn Holderness. And you have reached the Holderness Family Podcast on kind of a special day for us.
2: You know... It is a special day for us, and thank you in advance for allowing us to be a little self-indulgent. But today, if you are listening to this on the day it is released, December 12th, 2023, it is 10 years to the day, one decade, since we hit publish on a little video we like to call Christmas jammies. These are my
3: Christmas
1: jammies.
3: Oh, yeah. It's a holder night. 2013 in review video Christmas card part two dancing in the front yard night and day and the neighbors walk by and this is what they say
0: are this Christmas jammies
3: they are Christmas jammies check it out we just bought a Prius V and it matches these perfectly wearing Christmas jammies
2: uh that video it is safe to say changed our lives and we I'm not one, I know it sounds ridiculous because this is what we do for a living to make sort of a big deal about stuff, you know, certain milestones and stuff because like does it matter to anybody else who's listening, no, it doesn't. But this one felt a little special. Yeah,
3: for me as well, Kim. (laughs) I mean, just looking back, and by the way, if you're listening to this on the same day, we're doing like a 10-year anniversary video. Um, that is a parody of our own parody of Will Smith. Very meta. Speaking of self-indulgent, like that's kind of weird, but we had a ton of fun with it and we found the old outfits and we got them back on. But um, I think it's important because it shows how much the world has changed and how much our business has changed and how much our life has changed personally, but also during that passage of time, we have gone, I think, as a, not just us, but as a society from a group that like used to watch and get all their entertainment on a television to the exact opposite. And we've been so lucky to be Around as part of that transition. Yeah. And putting our stuff on the smaller screens.
2: Speaking of business change. Oh my gosh, we're so self-promoting. We have a new <laughs> game. It's gonna be available for pre-sale soon. And the first people to find out about it are our loyal newsletter recipients. So if you want to sign up, go to HoldernessFamily.com slash newsletter ten years ago. Could you have thunk that we would have a newsletter? And you know, Actually they had
3: newsletters back then. They sh-
2: super did. They, but they, they, did they're coming back. We we would know And then them back. if you we have like funny t shirts and sweatshirts and stuff like that and if you order by friday december uh, 15th you can get them in time for christmas holdernessfamily.com and click the shop okay that part's done yeah i didn't know if we wanted to even do a big video to celebrate this and i i or if we wanted to do a podcast or a blog or something like that so i went on instagram and i just said hey are you guys curious about this And, you know, is it, would you be interested if you, if so, do you have any questions? And we got hundreds of questions, hundreds of questions, but they all fell within the same buckets. So not only did I write a blog about that, if that's your jam, but I'll, I'll answer, we can answer some, even more of the questions on here today. So do you want to go through it? Sure. Okay. Okay. First of all, there were so many people who have, who said, I have no idea what you're talking about. What is this Christmas jammies video?
3: I'm doing a fist pump right now. Cause I'm excited about that.
2: Well, that's, I, I mean, you know, I will never be sad or embarrassed or whatever because that video did so much for mm-hmm. us, but I do also love that people have no idea what it was.
3: Well, if, if we were still basically running a business based on one video that we made, that would be problematic.
2: Right. So the, a lot of people wanted the background. So if you want to indulge me, I can do that part of it. Ten years ago, the goal was to post a silly video just dancing on her Christmas jammies. And it was to announce that Penn was changing jobs. And we were kind of hoping that our families and friends would see it, share it, and we would get a few gigs out of it. Because... He was a local news anchor. I had been, I had worked in local news, but with a friend, I, we were starting a video production and social media marketing company. Penn worked in TV and he never ever saw the kids. The math was not really mathing. I mean, we <laughs> had two months in savings. It's girl math. It was girl math. Boy
3: math too, I guess. Boy math case. too. It was both it was
2: bo- But we had two kids and only two months in savings. So it was a gamble.
3: I remember it so well. And I I need to, uh, I'm going to talk about some specific moments Mm -hmm. that are kind of frozen in time for me. Mm -hmm. Part of it'll be when we actually put the video together, but really almost more important was when I I went home and I told you, I was like, I don't, I really don't think I'm going to be happy at this job the way that I want to be anymore. Mm -hmm. And my agent had told me that this was the best I was going to get
2: Yeah. He he called his agent and said like, Hey, do you think there's another job out there for me? This is like, we've kind of reached the ceiling here. And he Mm -hmm. said, Nope, this is as good as you're going to get.
3: Yeah. And so you and I talked and you know, I'd already been helping you out with some of these, some of these videos. And we, I think we looked at our finances and said, if we really hustle, like really, really hustle, we can probably like for the, for for at least the first six months, like have a few clients. Mm -hmm. And if we really knock them off their Off their, knock their socks off their ass or knock their feet off their (laughs) shoes or what 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 is the idiom knock their socks off there it is I got there if we (laughs) sorry if we have whatever effect on their socks that we want to have
2: if we create a laundry issue for them
3: we we could be happy yeah like we could be happy and so I went in and I put in my notice and I had never quit a job for nothing before usually I quit it for another job. And it's an easy thing to say. So I was really scared and I'll never forget. I did it and I got done and I met you guys at dinner at this new kind of area in our neighborhood. And you and the kids had like a poster, like a a poster, you made a, we're proud of you daddy poster. And that was the start of it. Right. And I like, I, so I just started crying, not just because you guys were supportive, but I'm sitting there looking at you and I'm sitting there and looking at my kids and I'm like, Oh, I'm going to see them now. Yeah. like i get my family back
2: because the kids were in school from you know nine to three and penn worked three to midnight and there he went monday through Friday basically without seeing the kids mm-hmm. I mean they would come rush into the room when they woke up at seven in the morning but he and he would like he would be super groggy and but that's just not a you know, yeah,
3: and the, the dinner break was problematic because we had a seven o'clock newscast. So I didn't get home until seven seven forty five, eight, and that was past the kids' bedtime. And
2: they were in bed and yeah. then you had to turn around and go back. So yeah. it wasn't it wasn't working. And so we push published on this video. It got seventeen million views in the first <laughs> week. But more than that, it was on for whatever reason, it was a slow news week, And it was on Good Morning America, the Today Show. Like every, like Chelsea handle it was on every, uh, the Daily Show, like every cable news work, network, CNN, it was on the front page of Yahoo, is Trend, not Trend, I don't know what, the front page of YouTube, I don't know if they called it Trending back then. So more than the views that got online, it was kind of in the universe in a way that we had certainly never expected. We did We didn't know that it would. So for those people that are like, what is this jammy business you're talking about? That was it. So what we had hoped would spread the news locally that we were starting a new business, we put the website on there and we got 10,000 emails. And about 9,000 of them were, you know, had nothing to do with people wanting to hire us. I would say, but there was probably there were probably 20 emails in there that we dug through that of people yeah, wanting to hire like us, like
3: serious business people opportunities wanting to hire us. Yeah. So that was such a great jumpstart yeah. for, for what we were hoping to do. Like looking back on the why has always been a fun hobby of mine. Like why was, why did this video do as well as it did?
2: Yeah.
3: And you know, I, I wish it was because I'm a musical genius. <laughs> I'm not. It's a parody of a song that already existed. Yeah. I think that I'm a good editor and I think that you are an incredible eye above me for editors. And like what a lot of people don't know is that we redid that video several times and it, it would not have been as popular as it was if you had not said, no, we need to go do some more stuff here. This is funny, but here's how it could be better. So I don't know if you remember the last day we just went out in town and did weird crap yeah. and then rewrote half of the, of the song yeah. when we got home. So, like, your perfectionism really served you well on those, on those couple of days. But th- th- those are two good why reasons. The biggest reason, though, a friend of mine, uh, David Kidder, we met him a couple of years afterwards just to a mutual friend. I love David Kidder. He's a genius. He said to me, he's like, why do you think that this is all working out for you? Um, and I started thinking, like, well, you know, we're, we worked really hard as news people, so we knew how to edit and, like, all that stuff worked out for us. And he's like, no, you guys hit a convergent point. Where Facebook and YouTube were looking, we got so lucky. Were they were looking for this kind, this exact kind of thing, because creators were going from like shooting a selfie to like slightly heightened entertainment. And he's like, and it was you guys, and that was just luck. That was just crazy timing.
2: Yeah, right? I I tell everybody we I don't play the lottery. Mostly because there's no way in my lifetime. It was luck. Mm-hmm. There, there are funnier videos on the internet that, Absolutely. Haven't, that haven't gotten that many views. Right. So I, I do think, yeah, like it was a cute video, but I don't know if we put that same video out today, which by the way, we're putting out an update on it. It, it won't do as well. It won't. No, <laughs> because you people have seen it. I mean, nobody may watch that anyway. So that was, that was, we probably got 50 questions saying, what are you talking about? So I was like, oh, that's great. People don't know what that is. Uh, the, next, the next question is, is, so is this your actual job slash did you realize it could be a job? And no, we did not realize it could be a job. It got 17 million views in a week and we didn't know how to turn on monetization. Meaning you could make, yeah. make money on YouTube. Do you want to detail like yeah. how that works?
3: Okay, let's start with this when when they say job what we thought the job was was oh let's make let's start an, a marketing agency and we'll make videos for other people
2: behind the scenes
3: that job existed yeah the job that was emerging was a job where you start a youtube and facebook platform and you become a public figure on that platform which to these days it's like a check mark or whatever they don't have that they didn't have that back then. But if you, get an, an, if you get enough traffic on your page, brands will call you and say, hey, would you mind dropping our product in here? Here is a flat check. Or you turn on monetization and provided none of your video is copyright infringed they will pay you a microscopic amount for each view. It's called CPM or cost per million. That is a very fickle number. But back in the day you got about $6,000 for every million views. Right. So we should have gotten <laughs> like a hundred grand from that video, but we turned on the monetization yeah, at about 13, 14 million.
2: Yeah. Do you remember? Like yeah. it was like, we didn't know. We didn't know how to, well, and also you don't qualify for monetization unless you have a certain number of hours. So in fairness, we didn't qualify for it, but after the first day we would have,
3: we just didn't know. We didn't know. Yeah.
2: And but by the way, the CPMs are not that high anymore.
3: No, they're not. They're not that high. And they were higher at one point they they it's very fickle it's
2: very fickle yeah so we did not know that this was a job to the point where we did work for the the marketing company we created and we're growing for 3 years we were doing work not moved, but i would say half behind the camera and then half like oh let's like for fun put a youtube video up like we weren't really full time at doing this until 2016 and yeah so if you're interested in that as a, a career or quite honestly your kids are probably interested in right it, that is how you make money you the ads go out our blog you see I mean it might be annoying but there's like some ads on the side of it the and this podcast like we read advertisements like because it's products we love and we get to share about it and you know so there's th- there's little ways and it's like little tiny fractions of ad shares but hopefully it adds up some years have been very lean it's not a steady paycheck some years have been amazing yeah so but overall we are so like hit the lottery in terms of luck lucky
3: as far as timing 100% yeah. i mean look luck is the residue of design I, I i do think that we we prepared for it better than some people just from our storytelling background but that doesn't that make, doesn't, make that mean, much of a difference anyway. They're they're amazing creators who have no background and just are themselves and they do very well.
2: Yeah. So yeah. so it's yeah, it's so it's so super weird. And we feel so lucky. Okay. The most common question we got we get asked to this day is about our kids, about what they think about it, you know. This one question, they rarely make appearances anymore. Is that for the sake of their privacy or their preference?
3: We just asked them about this about a week ago. Uh, We try to ask them this. All the time. Very frequently. And the way that we phrase it now, that they're old enough, and you did a good job of phrasing this question, is, hey, we didn't really give you a choice to start. We didn't really give you the option to be in this video. We said, hop in this video. Mainly because we didn't think it was going to get as yeah, big and of they, a response they as, it, happily, as it got.
2: Yeah, yeah, and they happily danced around because we were. And it, yeah. at, at almost four and six, they if your parents are doing something and it looks like fun, you're going to do it. So we, I do feel guilt. I'm trying to name the emotion I'm feeling. We are aware that we did not, have a grasp on what using our kids images without them being old enough to truly consent meant
3: yes and the first video it makes sense right like here's this family and but they did they did seem to enjoy it they seem to like the fact that, Oh look, I'm in a video that daddy made. I don't think th- then maybe they weren't old enough to understand the, the magnitude of, of viewers, but they certainly did see that we would be walking down the streets and people would say hello to us. Mm-hmm. And as long as they seemed to be enjoying it and that seemed to be like a healthy plan. And that really was only for like the first year or so that we did this. And we made very few videos the first year or so.
2: Yeah. We did more around 2016. They were in school So sometimes I'd come in and pop into them. And what happened was then just naturally they got into sports after school. And so they would stay after school until five, six, seven o'clock playing sports sometimes. And so naturally they weren't in as many videos. Right. Yeah. Hey, hang in there. We're going to be right back.
1: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
3: Having said that, I think it was a healthy transition. First of all, when your kids start developing. I think their, their real motivations and like future interests, I think I, I was there was a preschool woman who told me that that happens when you're nine or 10. And so that's why I like when you do sports before nine or 10, like chill out, like yeah. don't don't do anything but play before then. And so that was that kind of syncs up with around the age that, that they started being in the videos less and less. They do pop in occasionally. And it's always stunning, I think, to people, especially when they see like, holy cow, Lola is five foot 10. What just mm-hmm. happened there? Having said that, we do the best that we can, right, Kim, on just keeping keeping a dib keeping dibs on this and asking them how they're feeling about it. And their answer is not always, oh, this is all great.
2: We're just being completely honest here. We have it's not an excuse by any means, but just sort of an explanation. We've always paid them. So ever since that first Christmas Jammies video, we have given them money and they have Coogan accounts, they have a Roth IRA, they have college savings accounts. Like they are Especially if they appear in a brand deal, they sit there, they get, they get paid. Mm-hmm. But then in addition to that, cause they know it goes into this like trust account. They can't touch until they're <laughs> 18. So they're like, well, how much cash do I get? And I'm really like, and they sit there and negotiate, which is hilarious. And they should. So we're as you and I, I had to babysit and you had to mow lawns there. They view this as a way to make money. That being said, there are many times, like, Lola has said, hey, he got to be in this video. Like, why can't I be in this video? Like, she they have asked to be in stuff. Yeah. But. <laughs> Equally as many times. They're like, uh, no. Yeah. yeah they, they don't at all. And we 1,000% um, respect that. I think if, I think one of our kids views it as, a career choice and an option and the other, like one of our kids will take the password and the other will likely not. It'll be interesting to see how that works. And like one of our kids loves it Mm -hmm. when people come up at Disney world and, and then one of our kids does not.
3: And that's understandable. Like that's, that's another thing that we, that people ask about and we can certainly be honest about when you go from us as a family, looking at a video, laughing, giggling, seeing the video to going out into public and having an interaction with someone, there are, there are some, there's some really good ones, yeah. really positive ones. I do think that most people don't really know the best way to react around a child when this is happening though. And, and sometimes that's common sense. And sometimes for people it's not like they, you know, so somebody, there was a, we're at Disney and a dad walked up to my son shoved a phone in his face with a picture of him dancing in his Christmas jammies and says, this is you, right? Mm-hmm. And my and my son like, is, is tiny. This was like two or three years ago and didn't really know how to act. Thank God I was there. And I was like, hey, how's it going? And I kind of, I I'll always try to redirect because imagine as a child, someone just shoving a, a video in your, in your face and saying, this is you, right? Mm-hmm.
2: That's where I feel guilt. Right. It's our job, not their job. Of course. And so I... Yeah, I feel it too. And so... We can, I think we could, so any, if our kids, and we, we talk about this a lot with our children and we are, if somebody wants to write a think piece, a thought piece on us about how we screwed up, I'd be open to taking that criticism. Yeah.
3: I mean, it has happened before. There are thought pieces about this. Oh yeah.
2: But I don't think about this specific topic. I, but it is the, I think as parents, you know, if anytime we go give a speech or something somewhere, people ask, like, are you afraid you're screwing up your kids? And we do the thing where we're like, "Yeah, okay, raise your hands if you're worried about your screwing up your kids and everybody raises their hands. It just so happens that if we've done it, it might have been in a public way. I don't want to. That being said, the, they both think it's pretty damn cool. They do. It's, it, it's so hard. I don't know. It, it, well, here's the
3: thing. It doesn't change the fact. The fact that they think it cool it's cool doesn't change the fact that sometimes it gets weird. Yeah. I have I have never seen a situation where I was worried about their safety. And so that part is good. But we are public figures. We had a choice when we put this first video out. Hmm. Do we keep going this way or do we shut it and down? It,
2: yeah, it didn't even occur. It didn't even I, I that's I think that's where I, I will, I try not to live in regret, but my one, I regret a couple of things, but like one of them is that I didn't even occur to me. Okay. Let's move on a lot. Another big question is how does working together impact your marriage? <laughs> you know how, when you're really annoyed with your coworker and then you could just go home and then get some space.
3: Yeah, I do. <laughs>
2: I know all about that. <laughs> yeah, that can't happen here. No, Doesn't happen there here. is
3: no way. Like if you get in a fight with your coworker and then you're in the bed next to them, <laughs> you can't just like compartmentalize that. Maybe there are people who can. Congratulations. If you're those people, you win. we're not, we're not those people. I, so I'm going to, I'm going to answer that question and I want you to answer it too. I think it's, I think it has in the end, Heavily enhanced our marriage, yes. the, the ability to figure out how to do this, but it wasn't without several growing pains, counseling, therapy, mm-hmm. and and really understanding like that a real partnership goes way beyond all of the traditional romantic. Hey, honey, thanks for dinner. I'm headed off to work. Like, I think real companionship you can find like a real vitalized relationship if you do that work.
2: You know, it's interesting because you would think we talk all the time during the day, but we really do a good job of during the day we're talking about work. And when we close our laptops, we are done talking about work. Yeah. So I also think that our marriage got better when we asked, we got help. So we, and Marie and now Sam and we have, like Desmond helped, like when we got help, like, cause every little tiny thing ended up in a fight. And so our marriage improved. So, yeah, we do get asked by couples who work together, who've started business together. They're like, how do you do it? I'm like, oh, bless your heart. Um, it's hard.
3: How but do you have it all? We don't.
2: We quite physically don't. We
3: do not have. I mean, yeah, so I, I think that you like, I think we've gotten better at just understanding when the other one is feeling stress or pain in, yeah. in, in the job. I'm just talking specifically about the job and showing support. Like you've been really supportive of me over the last couple of days
2: yeah i have been yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. putting
3: putting this putting and i'm getting like flashbacks because th- this happened the first time i made the video because when you do like a video that encompasses here's a video about our entire life
2: mm-hmm.
3: that's there's not just one clip you can just kind of throw out there there's a million clips like you look at the timeline the digital timeline for this video I just finished. And it, it's crazy. It, they don't normally look Your
2: like that. Your eye was twitching last week. So I'm, <laughs> I was about
3: to say, I've got a twitchy eye, Yeah. which is stress. I um, had to cancel one doctor's appointment. I had another one where I need to get new contacts. I don't have new contacts. And I keep forgetting to do that. Like there's all this stuff. Like I, I, I'm like eight weeks overdue for a haircut. I'm just a disheveled disaster You're because I've been great. thinking about this video. But you've shown a lot of support. I Over the last couple of days, not just like, "Hey, what can I do for you?" but just just being that kind of steady force, and that's something that you don't learn about unless you spend as much time with each mm-hmm. other as Kim and I spend.
2: Yeah. Um, here's the funny one. What happened to your TV show? Oh yeah, <laughs> guys. So the one of the fun things at a Christmas jam is all these television production companies reached out to us, and we had a really great production company who we got to Mm -hmm. see one of the producers this weekend because Anne-Marie and Sam and Desmond kind of like surprised us with like it was gonna be our company Christmas party and then they surprised us with like all the amazing people that had kind of like helped and been part of the pro it was so oh my gosh that's a I'm still recovering that was so much fun it wasn't the show was good I mean they did a good job producing it we're not that interesting and so it... We kept
3: saying that too. And
2: so it had, it had four episodes and the network it was on decided they'd rather just pay us for the remainder of the contract to have it not air. <laughs> it's that bad. So nobody watched it. It wasn't that... We are not that interesting.
3: The production company did a good job. They did a great job. I went, I went and looked back over some of it because I had to put some of it in this video that we just released. Yeah. So it, the, it, the other really interesting thing is anytime... There's been a TV show that's like, hey, we want to do something on you guys. It always comes back around to them having us do the stuff that we normally do, right? Like make videos and then put it on their
2: network. Yeah, so that's why it didn't work. Right. Because we're like, why are we doing what we do Like, why aren't we
3: just putting it on on our platform where people? Yeah,
2: yeah. So, but we had every we had to figure that out, and and so that's like learning curve. At the end of the day, we are not that interesting. (laughs) Even on the Amazing Race, I don't think if it wasn't if we didn't win, I don't think they would have put us in there much.
3: Well, the only thing that had us on that show was the fact that it's a great show. Like, yeah,
2: the amazing race formats, amazing. Yeah.
3: It's a good show. And there's a bunch of crazy stuff going on. And, you know, I think we probably checked whatever box they needed from like an old couple.
2: Oh, old uh, so that was good. But I think that we would not have been featured prominently if we didn't win. They would have just minimized our role. Here is a question that was interesting. And it's and a version of this was asked many times. What do you know now that you didn't know then?
3: Oh gosh, quite a bit. Uh, what what was your answer to that?
2: I didn't include that in the blog, mm-hmm. but.
3: I mean, I could do probably a list of 10 or 11 or a hundred things that I know now. Here, let's go. Everyone in Hollywood is lying to you.
2: Oh, that's so funny, you guys. Anytime a production company calls you and they're like, we love you, you'll never hear from them again. But if they're kind of mean to you, it'll be great.
3: Right. I've I've learned. That's one thing I've learned. Always, always double check and make sure that there's a red light on your camera when you're recording something.
2: Because if not, then you're not recording.
3: Yeah, that's Right. Make backups of everything and then make backups of the
2: backups. And then label the backups.
3: Yes. What else? Ooh, if you, if you take a really, really long time trying to execute a project, it's very often not going to be as successful as something that's very simple.
2: Yeah. On this, in this platform, yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Find a team mm-hmm. and find it early. Even if it's uncomfortable and uh, financially or, or, or whatever, because if you get stuck in your own head forever, even in a, even in a business that's so subjective as this, um, if you don't find the right team, then you're never going to be able to reach the heights that you want to reach, mm-hmm. right? Oh, if. If there is, if you're in a mail room and you're looking for a clue,
2: and if it says the Amazing Race, and it on says it,
3: the Amazing Race on it, and it looks like every other clue that's ever been in the Amazing Race in the
2: history of the Amazing mm-hmm, Race,
3: then that's that's actually a clue.
2: Okay.
3: So that's I like that's, that's, some, that's something I've learned in the last. 10 Do you
2: know? Years. Okay, you know, I, I mine are probably not so business related. I've learned that everything's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. I like that. I, I, Everything. It's not. It's not always the way. We pictured it, Mm -hmm. but it's going to be okay.
3: Yeah. And okay doesn't mean exactly what you dream of and what you imagine. Right?
2: No, no, no. Like sometimes it's better.
3: Yeah. Sometimes it's better.
2: But, and and then sometimes it's just fine, but it's always going to be okay. There
3: you go. Mm -hmm. Oh, so this is something I've learned in the last 10 years. My kids are, they're people, they're autonomous. They are, they Mm -hmm. like, no matter what I do, they are destined to be something. And that something does not entirely depend on me and I'm you. still
2: learning that. Yeah. I know. We've talked about that here. I I have, I completely have to unravel myself from m- my kids and their happiness. Because if my kids have a bad day, then I have a bad day. And apparently that's a sign of just being really codependent. And mm-hmm. I, I need to work on that. There were about three comments from people Lola's age saying they want her to... Be in more videos so they can talk about the stresses of this time of life as mm. a teenager. i That's not a question. I'm just putting that out there. Yeah. like that's I just thought that was really interesting that people I think uh, people this age want to hear from a peer who's also going through that.
3: I hope she learns to, I hope she decides to do that in some form or fashion, whether that's like through the mental health club that she joined in her high school, or if she wants to deliver a message to a larger group of people, I think she would be incredibly influential. Mm -hmm. Uh, She would have to decide to want to do that, but I'm, I'm really proud of how she has processed Anxiety, panic, and all of these things that come, quite frankly, from the stresses of being a high schooler right now and is exacerbated by wanting to get into a selective college and also playing tennis. Like, just like picking Jesus. that path is crazy.
2: Okay. Here's my favorite question mm-hmm. Where do you see yourself in 10 years? So, it's been 10 years since we, since we hit publish, mm-hmm. and 10 years from now. <laughs> Uh, you and I may have very different... <laughs> no,
3: do you know why I'm laughing? Because like I've had to learn how to be excited about this question. Oh, I
2: love this I, question.
3: I, Kim likes this question so much more than me. I don't like this question. I want people to say, like, where do you see yourself right now?
2: Things are awesome.
3: But but so you do love this question, which means you probably thought about it. And you uh, might have an answer.
2: So I, I think it's interesting. I think you feel very confined by this question, whereas I... Don't at all i think it gives me an opportunity to dream you're right yeah so so um, what you got there which i got, <laughs> i imagine doing a version of what we're doing now i love this podcast again we've always joked that we're going to be doing this in the retirement home it's like not gonna even, there's microphones won't even be plugged into anything <laughs> yep. and we'll be just yapping at each other i love writing and we you know i write pretty regularly on our blog but I you know, I always have this kind of daydream of maybe there's a maybe there's a fiction you know we've done nonfiction, but maybe there's a work of fiction in this brain. I would love to attack a project like that. I think in ten years we'll be empty nesters. and I can picture documenting that journey as well, because the people who I think our audience is aging with us. And I think that there would still be, I love the sense of community on these pages. So I can imagine documenting the emptiness life. So a version of what we're doing now, you know, and then 10 years from now, putting on those Christmas jammies, seeing if they oh still fit God. and rocking around, I don't know, for 10 years, if we're lucky enough to still live here, what do you think?
3: I don't think we'll be in a nest at all. I think we'll be, I think we will have fled the nest. I think we will, our kids will be 24, 25, and 28. I think we'll be traveling. I think we'll be out. They're like this house may be here. And if we own it, we just may not be in it very much. I think if we do any sort of content, it might be uh, out in the world and not not confined by these walls.
2: Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like we need to buy the domain like... Emptiness, life, or whatever. I'm sure it is. that's already been. Bought. I'm sure it it's is too. like,
3: it, yeah, everything's been bought. Every, yeah, but, but Kim, I'm I'm turning fifty in less than a year, and that to me is a whole different barrel of of content. If we want to make it into our career, and just show that life starts after fifty, yeah. it doesn't end after fifty. It's not over the hill, and I think that we have an opportunity to absolutely like continue to do some of these things, but also a little more on our own time. And, and maybe like here's in 10 years, I see myself putting a video out because I feel feel like it and not because this is my job.
2: Yeah. It's time to put another video out. But you know what though? I heard Dolly Parton, either I read it or I heard it in an interview. I, I, where she's such a prolific songwriter, Mm -hmm. like just, just the most prolific songwriter and and her process. And she's still writing music. And I've never heard somebody explain it so beautifully. And I'm going to be paraphrasing here. But this is basically how she sees the world. Is that something happens and it inspires a song. It turns into music in her brain. So I love walking through the world and thinking like, oh, is that anything? Like even yesterday, last night. Or this morning you had a sneezing attack. Was it last night? You had a sneezing fit. Sure did. And PC and I were outside the door and we were like impersonating you because you sounded like the guy, like the ka from Cars. And we're like, these are like dad's 10 sneezes. And we were just like Im- imitating you because you have these really loud, funny sneezes. And I'm like, is that something? Is that funny? And just, oh, I just, and it's, and we're not going to make a, a, a TikTok <laughs> making fun of you. But I just, I like that this career, whatever it is, has me looking at life looking for comedy. Sure. No, I love that. And because I, my nat, my brain's natural tendency is to not look for comedy. It's to, it goes dark pretty fast. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that I have to, not have to, that I get to look for ways to make it funny I don't know if I ever want to stop doing that you can do that you can do that without pulling a camera up though
3: like you can do that and just enjoy the humor in life
2: I know but I think the urgency of like posting something and getting feedback on it like I don't know we'll see but yeah. a version of this and hopefully you're still married to me you're not sick That's, of me,
3: yeah I'll still be married to you
2: like if you'll have me I mean, I just, the paperwork of getting a divorce sounds just really daunting.
3: That's the most romantic thing I think you've ever said to me. I love you. <laughs> I love you too, baby. This has been a fun 10 years. It has. And and thank you for those of you who are listening for being along for whatever part of it you've stayed along for. We promise to keep, we promise to keep keeping it real. No, I, I, like, I, don't know. I don't know. We
2: promise to keep knocking your shoes off your butt. Off your butt
3: ass. Um, yeah. Woo, I, I really do need to chill out a little bit. This your is, eyes are this twitching. Like
2: um, I, I will say in 2024, work. it's going to be a fun year because we have this new fun game coming up. We have Penn's Book ADHD is awesome.
3: I need to reread that cover to cover in the next two days, apparently.
2: Yes. I know it's when, when you're lucky enough to have a book in place and like he's written it for the ADHD brains there. I mean, there's obviously help because there's like graphics and, you know, Sam and Amory have like been, I mean, this amazing artist, like just spacing it all, whatever, Mm -hmm. but you have to, you have to triple, quadruple.
3: Well, we're at layout now, which is really exciting, you guys. Because the layout was, at, in fact, the best part of the book. And that's the thing I think I had the least to do with. I, I had more to do with the heart and the content. My team, Kim, Anne-Marie, Sam, were the ones who saw an opportunity to turn this into kind of more of a textbook, look, textbook looking thing. So I've really got to look carefully at this.
2: Yeah, I mean, not like a boring textbook.
3: No, a fun one. Like, I'm looking forward to reading it. I just haven't had a chance to open the page. Mm-hmm. And it's been sitting on my desk for...
2: To be clear, reading it, you mean like the final review you've read, like you've written. No, I've written it. I've re-
3: <laughs> You guys. Yeah, I know it's in the book. I just don't know what it looks like. And I'm finally <laughs> I book, getting to see it. I can't wait it. to
2: read it. Yeah. Anywho, guys, thank you for being here. We appreciate you. And this is like so self-indulgent and weird. And I mean, I don't know if people even listen to this. You mean
3: the fact that we just did a podcast about
2: us, 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 us. us, 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 us. us. Uh, oh gosh <laughs> oh my god we're so terrible oh my god do you think okay prediction so this video is gonna publish tomorrow no today oh i know but okay the today in the yeah. magic podcast world how much hate do you think we're gonna get for how many thought pieces are gonna be written about us?
3: none because you have to get a certain number of views to get a thought piece oh uh,
2: you don't yeah, yeah I don't know. Well, it definitely, it's not going to be like viral. you have to
3: be like in the eight or nine millions when people really start sending the thought pieces out. That's usually how it works. I don't and my know favorite
2: if, are the open letters. Yeah. just
3: we like honestly, we made this video for ourselves. Yeah, just because we can't believe we've been doing this for ten years. I don't know that a casual viewer is going to really catch on to that. And, and the kids
2: fine. were the kids are in the video, but because they're in school and play sports and whatever, we had to wait till a weekend to kind of capture their part. And yeah, and we you know, it was like their part took 20 minutes from beginning to end to shoot. And we sort of interviewed them on the end and Lola said, and I'm paraphrasing here. I'm so thankful for that video because I don't really have a lot of memories of my dad being around before then. Mm-hmm. And after that video, I saw him all the time and I get to see him all the time now. Hmm. And that's like huge yeah. Like Penn started openly sobbing. So, and so did I. So fun times anyway. We are so, God bless, we're so thankful for you, the people who listen to us and indulge us and watch our stupid videos. Yeah, so, you're the reason that we've been able to do
3: all this crazy crap.
2: So we love you and um, wishing you a Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Everything, and we love you. Everybody
3: have everybody just like enjoy the, the next few days if you can, next few weeks, get together with your loved ones. And uh, Yeah. That was not a great close for me,
2: because <laughs> sometimes your loved ones drive you flipping crazy. Also,
3: like I can remember a long period of time where I had to work every day, including Christmas. Oh my god, and I worked so, mostly Christmas. Yeah, so, and I yeah. feel like so this telling year people is one of those. Enjoy days.
2: the next few weeks. Let me like- start. Let me, try, let me start over.
3: <laughs> we love you guys, and um, we're just happy for any time that we can have with you.